So recently enough, I was talking to uh, a girl who, when she was speaking about herself, she used this particular expression about three or four times in the course of our conversation, uh, which I then highlighted to her, uh, because she said very, very often, as she would describe herself, she'd be talking about herself, she'd be talking about her study and her future and her plans and all this kind of thing. Um, she would use the somewhat American expression, uh, you know, but I suck, right? So I'm not good enough, I'm insufficient, um, I'm below par, okay? And I just thought, very interesting, hold on now, <coughs> why, why do you keep saying that? He said, well, because it's true. And I said, well, hold on, but there's a difference between, like, getting some things wrong, like failing in an exam or in, in, in a driving test or a job application, right, F failing in that whatever, whatever sporting event or something. There's a difference between not reaching a certain standard in a certain thing and then you as a whole person being insufficient. And this is where uh, it can happen very easily that we fail in a couple of things and then we think our whole person, we as a person, we are useless because I failed in this area or that area or this other area. You know, if, I'm not, if I don't look a certain way, if I haven't got certain academic credentials, then I as a person am less. Uh, in our first reading there, actually from yesterday, which we might as well do everything from yesterday since that's the way we've started, uh, it said from the uh, prophet, oh, sorry, the, the, the book, in the book of Ezra, it says, my God, I am ashamed. I blush to lift my face to you, my God, for our crimes have increased until they were higher than our heads and our sin has piled up to heaven. <coughs> From the days of our ancestors until now, our guilt has been great on account of our crimes. We, our kings and our priests, were given into the power of the kings of other countries, given to the sword, to captivity, to pillage and shame, as is the case today. Okay, so the, Ezra is looking at, 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 at they, were, they were in exile in Babylon. And he's saying, basically, we deserved it. Our sins were as high as our heads. Okay, so is it then, is it the case then could it be that God looks at us that way as well? You know, that if we fail in certain things, that he looks at us and all he sees is a mess. All he sees is insufficiency and below power. It, uh, is, that, is, is, that, is, that, is that possible? Like that God looks at us and says, well, you didn't pray a rosary. He sucks. You know, uh, is, this, is this possible? How does God see us? I think it's probably the work of a lifetime to try and get our heads around the love that God has for each one of us and the, the hope that he has for each one of us and <coughs> his desire to have me in heaven beside him. I think we will never, ever get our heads around just how much God loves us. Because, see, remember, love isn't something God does. Like, I can, you know, play guitar. I can uh, work on a computer. I can write an email, okay? These are things I do. But God doesn't love in the same way that we love, something that we do. God is love. So it's like, as opposed to saying, you know, I can play guitar. It's like saying, I am music. No, well, no, you're not. That's a nice idea, but you're really not. You know, God is love. It's not something he does, it's something he is. So God is constantly love. So as God sees us, he sees us constantly through eyes of love. Constantly. And 
we might think, well, but look, there's all this dirt in my life. There's all this uh, insufficiency. There's all this sin, all this mess uh, that needs to be fixed and healed and repaired. And how on earth am I supposed to do this? Like, or uh, I'm just, as, as Ezra says, I'm, I blush, I'm embarrassed by how much needs to be done. Well, the fact that you're here, guys, the fact that you're here in Holy Family is such a, a great sign because here we hope to, to work on all of this, introducing the Lord to, to the deepest depths of your heart, to the darkest, most hidden places, bringing the Lord in there, <coughs> the Lord who is love, the Lord who is light, bring him into every aspect of your life. And he's not afraid of your dirt. He's not afraid of your mess. He's not afraid of your sin. He's really not afraid of you. He's not. He's not afraid of anything that you think you've hidden. He's not afraid of, of, of any failure. He's not afraid of any insecurity that you have. He can handle it all. I think this is just so comforting as we engage in, in uh Camino, is that in English? Uh, as we engage in walking with the Lord, uh, to know that God as constantly, as he sees me, constantly, effectively, dotes over me. You know, he sees me, and it's like a parent looking at their little newborn child. The child is actually doing nothing at all to win love. In fact, if anything, they're just making noise and dirtying themselves. And that doesn't affect the parents' doting and loving gaze and, oh my goodness, he gargled, oh dear. And it's everything, everything is just so beautiful that the child does. This is how God sees us. God sees us as his children that he loves. Now, at the same time, he wants us to, to choose him. He wants us to choose to love in return. He wants us to choose heaven. This is our part. So just because God loves us doesn't mean everything is automatic. I, ha I have to do my bit. I have to let him in. I have to let the Lord heal. I have, to <coughs> I have to let him see the deepest recesses of my heart and trust him. And that's, that's what this uh, time in Holy Family is about, in part. And so we ask the good Lord today, as we begin this year with him, that, that he will grant us great courage to break down all these barriers that we've put up that we might never exclude ourselves from his love or exclude ourselves from his mercy. Though we might never think that we'll never be good enough. And so we should just give up and let God love everyone else but on me. We pray that that will never be the case for us. We pray that we will simply open our hearts and minds to the gift of God's healing love.